Hello, friends, and welcome to To The Point, the home services podcast that focuses on marketing and operational solutions to help you get better. Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Now, let's cut through the bullshit and get to the point. That there's a little sonic branding that I learned from our guests. Oh yeah, baby. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the Point Home Services Podcast. I'm your host. I'm your boy, Chris Yano, along with my co-host, Mr. Todd Paul. What's up, brother? My man, Yano, it's a good day for a good day. You know, my favorite part of our podcast is the banter back and forth, but I'm going to cut it out today and stick to the brand and get to the point because we have precious, precious time with our guest. So I'm going to go ahead and mute myself for a moment. Yeah, super excited. And listen, everybody that's on Facebook Live, what's up? I'm glad you hopped on here. I mean, it was cool to be able to go to an actual live conference. I went to the Next Star Super Meeting yesterday and saw people actually in real life here in Phoenix. So that's pretty it's cool. Bizarre. So weird. So it weird. Odd. But now I want to get to right, right to this too, because I know we have a hard stop at 3.55 uh, East Coast time, 12.55 West Coast time. With our with our guest Gary V, but for those who don't know, I don't want to assume everybody knows who Gary Vaynerchuk is. So yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta tee this thing up the right way, okay? Now a lot of you do, and rightfully so. Um, but I gotta go ahead and just share some of the accolades too, and just share what this guy's all about. I call him the Robin Hood, the modern day Robin Hood. But Gary Vaynerchuk, chairman of VaynerX, um, not going to go into all that, but also CEO of VaynerMedia, which is a full service. Full service advertising agency for mostly, I think it's Fortune 100. Is that right, Gary? Like 100 to 500 ish. Yeah, it's probably it's probably five, probably 500 to your point. Okay. With clients like G, like GE, Chase, PepsiCo, like Hulu, Toyota, like all kinds of major major players, like the real deal, Holyfield. Um, early angel investor in Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Venmo, um, Uber, right? And um, I mean, just always, always in the social space, like always been ahead of this time. I know you're really good at pattern recognition. We're going to get into that a little bit later because I have some questions around that. Um, prolific speaker. If you've ever seen this guy speak, you never not walk out of there jacked, jacked up. I know I've been um, five-time New York bestseller, but you also have a, uh, a book in the wine category now too, right? Or you have a book in the wine category, something like that? Yeah, my first, yeah, my first book actually was a wine book. Yeah. You know, I, I always talk, yeah, I always talk about Crush It being my first book because it's, a, you know, like it was like almost like a different world and universe. But yes, my first, my my top 100 wines of the world or whatever I, I called it. It was a fun book to write the wine book. Well, so also the co-founder of Empathy Wines, which by the way, my favorite is the red. Um, and then the, uh, listen, I have to just say one of the most caring, empathetic, and giving people you'll ever meet, Gary Vaynerchuk, is a proud part of the Rhino family, man. It's so glad to have you. You've been such an amazing uh, partnership with us for our business and pushing it forward. And like I said, you know, pre-podcast, dude, the only reason we did this is because of the push we got from you guys and from Orsini and from uh, Mark Evans and those guys, Sasha Group. So super grateful to have you on the show, man. Welcome, everybody. Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk. (laughs) Thank you so, so much, brother. Yeah. And hey, Chris, I'll add, you know, we've had the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with Gary and his team in New York. And, you know, you, you feel like you might know Gary before you meet him. But what you realize upon meeting him, or at least I did, really his X factor is warmth. Like, I think that's the thing that surprised me the most when I met Gary was this warmth when you're interacting with him, when he walks in the room. So I don't think you can get that through Instagram or through, through YouTube. That warmth is real. And quite honestly, I think it's your gift. So anyhow, pumped to have you on, my you man. Thank you so much for saying that. You want to know the second best thing you ever did for me? 
What's that, my man? When we sat, I can't remember if it was the first time or second time that we were in New York, but you, my wife was with us, and you told her just to say yes to one of the things yes. I wanted to do. And that was like a monumental moment. Now, listen, yeah. we're still working on it, but she's a hell of a <laughs> lot closer than she used to be, so I appreciate that. I love it. Dude, listen, real, qu- it. real quick, yeah. before we get into this, I want everybody, you know, anybody that's listening and people to know, like they, they're aware of, our, of the partnership that we have. They're aware of you, those who aren't. Um, the first time you and I met, if you recall, um, I we were here in Phoenix. We did dinner, and I showed up 30 minutes late. Yes, I recall. To the dinner. But I was, we, I walked in, I'm the last guy there, which is, which was embarrassing, but kind of worked out because we, we clicked like right away, which is awesome. I think, Absolutely. You, I think you had a meeting right after with like Kendichi or something like that. And we knew both knew Kendichi. Um, so there was a lot of these cool things that happened, but I remember we, we shot a video that night before I left when we uh, were kind of sealing the deal on moving forward with the, with the partnership. And uh, you, you were, it was like, you know, hey, Rhino family, and I showed it to my staff, like, I think it was like the next day, and everybody was so jacked. That was 2018. It's almost to the end of 2020, and now we're well into it, man. Like, that's how this whole thing started. But what kicked it off for me, what actually kicked off for me, the whole, I'm following Gary Vee's content. If you remember this, I'm going to see, man, because you pump out so much content, is the LeBron James video that oh. you posted on, um, it was LeBron. Talent. LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, and Kevin Durant. You got oh, the seven on two. <laughs> yeah, if if all when I was telling my team that it's not about how many people you staff, it's about talent. I was like, if the seven of us went to the Garden right now and played Durant and Melo and and LeBron, they would beat the shit out of us. <laughs> and you said it's not about how many people you have to you know, have better fucking players. It, it was so money, and we've actually shared that with the team too because so I, I went through that path and I had to learn that as we've grown. Um, so anyhow, thanks dude. Your content has been fantastic. Everybody appreciates it. Your, your, uh, I mean, your, your legend precedes you, my friend. So I want to get right into questions, man. Like, I don't want to take up any more time. I just want to share a few things with you like that. So obviously, you know, like we are all in, you know, both feet, home service space. You told me very specifically when I was thinking, Hey man, do I venture outside of this? You said, Nope, go more horizontal with the offering, stay in your lane, stay in your, excuse me, stay in your niche and get after it. That's what we've been doing. We know we're going into Australia next year. Um, we're already in Canada, United States. And for everybody who's listening, what's so fun about, you know, and, and these guys work with the Sasha Group, probably my favorite agency. And even though I'm the active CEO of VaynerMedia, I'm the chairman of VaynerX. So James Orsini, who runs the Sasha Group, I speak to him all the time. You know, it's named after my dad. You know, my, my first chapter was taking a smaller family business and growing it quite a bit with no money. It's not, it's just what happened. And when I say no money, tens of thousands of dollars in marketing for the year, like really not a lot of money, more than zero, but nothing like, you know, not to, to go from 4 million to 65 million in a short period of time with that kind of money, that's a big deal. And I didn't realize even how big of a deal it was until more recently, but what, What's fun about the Sasha group or consulting or 4Ds or the things we do is I put out my content and I speak in general terms. There's a lot of people that might be in my office that I tell them to do other things. It was clear to me through listening to you that you were just in the beginning of winning in your world. So I wanted you to go deep. You know, if you came nine years from now, maybe I would have told you to go do the other, like, so what's fun about that? Cause I wanted to make sure everybody, cause I, I think for everybody who's listening, they're like, oh shit, I gotta go deep. Maybe, 
Like you, it's always circumstantial. It's always moments of time. It's who's around you, what team, you know, like when you got tall Paul, you're good. Like we can do more here. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta know all those variables. So just wanted to call that out because I think people think one size fits all. It's, it's a million different decisions, always contextual to that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it matters based on like, uh, what is your, what are you wanting to do with your, your business and what position are you in and what is the runway ahead of you? Like, what do you got in, in front of you? And I, what was good is that, you, I mean, Paul calls it the X factor. I'm calling it the V factor because it makes more sense to me. But it was, but you understood, you understood the business, you understood where we're at, and it was absolutely the right move to make. And now we're at the tail end. Now we're at the tail end of our first acquisition of a company, and it's like, and it's yes. exciting, you know. And so, yeah, man, that's awesome. It makes me so happy. Like, fuck, man, I wish people understood what it feels like. Because by the way, I remember that meeting like yesterday. I have a big time memory. I remember the restaurant. I remember you, you being like, I something I realized that I'm like. You know, when you have success, when you have what I have going on right now, I'd like to think most people, like, let me rephrase, the fortunate group of individuals who have success and, and some notoriety, who have the humility to A, realize they don't mean shit. So that means that they don't become douchebags. And B, you start asking, if, then you become, if you have humility, then you're curious. You're like, how the fuck did this happen? And after like, you know, one of the things I realized recently also was, ugh, my model works because of my memory. Like, if you don't have my memory, you can't do this part. Like, so like, you know, so why, you know, I'm sure that you and Paul and rest and your wife and like team, like when, when I left, you know, the speed in which I can understand a business is real. Right. Yep. Pattern recognition, memory. So, you know, but I wish people could feel what it feels like to be on the other side of that meeting. I remember those two meetings and like, here we are. And here we're doing this. And this was one of the things that I pushed you hard because I knew I had a sense for you and why this would work. And like, it feels great. Yeah, I think it was, I overthought, I was overthinking the whole thing. Like it was, I was thinking I needed to be like a radio host and that's not at all it, what it, it's what it is at all. It's really just doing what well, I've been I, doing. Yeah, I think the other thing that like I've done really well, like for example, and I think you, you this was probably another observation you took, which is like, wait a minute, Gary Vee's actually a real executive. You know, when you, right? Like, you know, like, like I've done a really good job in eliminating friction. Like the reason I put out so much content is because I film myself. And I use, the, I mean, I'm doing this podcast. I'm gonna, you know, and you guys know this. People, by the way, everyone's starting to try to book me now because like, wait a minute, Gary's using a lot of content from not only his own platforms. This is good exposure for me. Hey, Gary, you should be on my podcast. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I think back to your point, again, I'm harping on this because everybody listening, you have to put yourself in a position to succeed. You can't be me. You can't be Howard Stern. You can't be Chris Tall Paul. You need to be you. And so what are you about? And you also have to realize that people waste time. Like I hear from people all day long, you're like, Gary, I don't have time for that. Like you don't get it. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like how long's your lunch? Oh, an hour and a half, really? Like, what, what about that? Like, you're telling me you want to rule the world and build the biggest business and have all these ambitions. Can you fucking eat lunch for 20 minutes? <laughs> like, like, can you not eat lunch? I was going to say. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not recommending bad behavior. You need sleep, you need food. But like, I don't know. I think intermittent fasting, like I don't eat lunch. And like, to be honest, like, like I'm, I'm not surprised that common conversations are now being had about different eating patterns. I'm, I'm Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is a very human-made scenario. So, so I really want people to like, listen, that was a little heady, but like there's some real shit in there. You don't have time to do a podcast, yet you have time for two hours. What you're really saying is you like, 
your ambition and the words out of your mouth don't match your actions. Oh, you like every that day. one, Dude, we say, you know, we say, we say that, that all the time. All the he time. makes it, it's like the Pledge of Allegiance at Rhino. It's and dealing massive with on the wall out there. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like all I hear from people is they're gonna be moguls, but what they really wanna do is live the benefits of being a mogul in their mind, which is I wanna have a two and a half hour lunch at the Beverly Hills Hilton and fucking drink a bottle of wine with some pretty people or cool people. Like that's just not real. Yeah, and they're afraid of the dirt. Um, Gary, you mentioned realizing you don't mean shit. How important is that? I've come to really lean into my humility. I, I have a lot of confidence. I think my communication style has established my bravado and confidence, but, but I've started to realize my superpower is humility. Like I genuinely don't think I'm special for real, for real, for real. I realize I'm accomplished. I realize that I'm kinder than most people that are accomplished. I realize I got gift for gab. I got it, I got it. I just don't think that means that I'm special. I don't know what that, how, how to put it. It's kind of like, like, it's, you know what Paul is, but like, it's kind of like being tall. Like, 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 you know, like, like, what did you do about it? I didn't do shit. My mom and dad had sex at this moment. It created this concoction. You know, they're two very different people who I'm not even sure sometimes at times that should have been married, which that makes me even more believe in why I'm weird, you know? And, and here we are, right? Russia lets people out for the first time in 60 years. You know, I get to come to America, but have nothing. Like, you know, like it's circa, like, like I, I think I have a lot of gifts. I'm very, very grateful, which leads to my kindness. I'm so happy and grateful, really genuinely. But like, I don't think that gives me permission to not be nice to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and it's liberating the moment you realize like, man, this isn't about me. This just is none of this. None of this is about me, but. Yeah, and it's, and it's, it, and it's not like altruism or trying to be like kumbaya or like a Zen master or like a Buddha. It's just how I feel. I feel like I'm, I'm potential. I feel like I've got the potential for the next 40 years to be one of the most significant humans on earth. I really believe that. And I also think that after I pull that off, I'll die, hopefully not in 40 years, hopefully in 60 years, I die at 100. Whatever Twitter and Instagram are of the moment, I'll get some real nice love for 24 hours. People will share their stories. Hopefully Chris is like, man, this is devastating. What an impact he had on me when I was a kid. Like, that'll be amazing. I hope heaven lets me see it because that'll be nice to see. And, and then it will be over. Like Eddie Van Halen, one of the greatest guitars, pop culture icon in the 80s, had a very nice day yesterday. There won't be a mention in a week, except for the most narrow, narrow, and the hundred people that loved him and knew him the most. So like, you know, I'm trying to be out here trying to turn my birthday into a national holiday because I have that much impact on the society, yet I equally know I don't mean shit. And I think in that, that push, right? I, I, I often think about like that I'm a bridge. I'm pulling so hard from such opposite directions of like the confidence and conviction and ambition and optimism, along with the humility and patience and softness and calmness, that they're both pulling so hard equally, which creates the unusual set of circumstances of success. And, and really the thing I'm addicted to, admiration. I want admiration. I wanna be admired because you don't get admired admired unless you really do something nice. That's what I believe. So I think a lot about admiration.
Well, I think a lot of it all comes from, and you talk about this all the time, is just being happy, you know, being happy at what you do. And when you're just being genuine, I have on my office wall this huge vinyl graphic that says, you know, don't be an asshole, be authentic. And it's because then you don't have to fake it. It's so much easier. And if you're real, you can actually have more real experiences. It's everything is more genuine. And that's, you know, and you, you, you are humble and you talk about that a lot. You have to be very humble if you're a Jets fan. Sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adam like that. <laughs> hey, we play you next week, dude. Yeah, we don't even have Sam Darnold. By the way, I, and I also, I'm in love, and I mean in love with your head coach, Cliff. I'm friendly yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, Cardinals, I think Kyler's a real talent. My little guy, Xander, has D-hop on his fantasy team. So I've got a lot of, uh, got a lot of good vibes. They're in the NFC. They've sucked for so long. I, I admire Larry Fitzgerald from afar um, without really knowing him, but I feel confident in that statement. And, uh, and yeah, I'm very on tilt and very angry. And, you know, I want to be very transparent here. This interview is now not going to go as well as it was going prior to this because I'm a little bit sad right now. SmartAC.com. SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Well, I'll tell you what. I, what I want to do is, one, I hope uh, you don't win this week. I hope the Cardinals win. But um, what I want to do is get into some tactical takeaways. So uh, so what I, what I learned was um, the best format for me that worked was Q&A because we want all the listeners or anybody that's watching to have actual boxes they can check from the podcast, things that they can take away. And it doesn't always need to be necessarily specific to an HVAC company or plumbing company, which how cool Orsini comes from, which shout out to uh, the Sasha guys, Orsini and Mark Evans and Katie, all those guys um, for all the help they've done and the partnership they have. Like those guys are amazing. I love them so much. Um, they're all part of the Rhino family. But what was, actually, can we talk? Can we, can we talk? Yeah, I want to get into that. And we will. Um, the Sasha group, those individuals. Again, Paul, Chris, you're looking at this Gary V entity from the outside. When you, when you start working with those individuals, wh what are some of the early things you say to each other? Because I think, um, you know, I, you, you know um, I think it's important. Well, it was, a, it was really uh, being humble enough to ask for help. Um, and, yeah. and, and I think not having an ego you know, and, and saying, and that's something I think it's come up a lot over this whole COVID plot thing is people are being very, very helpful. Um, thankfully the home services industry was an has been deemed an essential business. Like, so it was very, very great year for us actually. But I also had to be aware of how do I grow this company without having the skill set? I took it as far as I could take it. So that's when we reached out to say, Hey, you guys have essentially done what, what we're trying to accomplish and, and we need help. And so it was, hey, what should we be doing operationally? Here's the idea. What we want to do is this the right move. And, and that was it. And it was just kind of being vulnerable enough to say, I don't know. Like, help me figure it out. You've already done it. How can I dodge these hurdles? And it was worth it to me. It was worth it to me. It was worth it for my customers. And it's worth it for my employees. So that's kind of where it stemmed from was just, you know, I'm okay to ask for help. I don't have it figured out. These guys do. Like, let's go. Yeah, and they have tremendous amount of experience across different clients and different verticals and obviously working within your building. And we're unique because we're an agency. So it was, I think, a treat for, for Mark, you know, to come out 
and Katie, right? So they came out to the office and got to know us and got to know our, our employees and gave us really good constructive feedback. And some of those things, Chris, to this day, we know this, these were like turning points in our company, even just little nuances of changing the way some of our employee structure was set up where we moved that and things changed. And looking back, like that was a big move for us, just like this podcast. And, and this, so this is where I want to tee this up because um, for those who don't know or are listening for the first time, only because Gary's on, you don't necessarily want to hear us, but I'm the, uh, the CEO of a company called Rhino Strategic Solutions. And we're a digital marketing company for the trades specifically since 2008. So like 12 years of my life is dedicated to the home services space and bringing in new customers. And define home servicing again, to your point, this is probably going to be a lot of new listeners for you. So answer that because I know a lot of people won't even know that part. Sure. So HVAC, plumbing, electrical, roofing, pest control. But, you know, that's kind of the home services space that we focus heavily on. And I would say more so even the HVAC, plumbing, and electrical side of it. And that's our wheelhouse. That's what we are absolutely the best of the best at, I believe. And but- it's a super underserved market, right? There's not a lot of people who, like Chris and I, are dedicating everything we have and 100 employees to HVAC and plumbing and electrical. So it's a super captive audience. that Depth. Needs- I love depth. Sure. Yeah. And it's $80 billion industry just in one of the verticals. And like, what, and what tons I of genuinely believe over the years is that people come to us expecting us to be ahead in technology. And once I felt like I wasn't ahead in technology or I didn't necessarily know what that looked like, I reached out. I reached out and I chased it down. And this is where we created this whole thing was to take those who have are so far ahead and knew like the voice search game because or, it wasn't even just about Gary V Factor. It was about all the operations pieces that came with it. It was about you know, the marketing uh, information that came with, it was about all the, you know, the financial pieces that like everything. So the whole partnership has exceeded my expectations in regards to, it was actually way different than I expected it to be. It was way better than I expected it to be because it wasn't about Gary. It was actually about the team. I mean, you've been helpful clearly, but I'm saying like the actual build out was because of the team. No, I totally get it. Like I build company, you know, like I get that, um, like I get that people come in because of me at times, especially in the smaller business world, the corporate world actually, believe it or not, I'm so practical and I'm so doing real business in the Fortune 500 land. A lot of it's bullshit. It's reporting, it's potential, it's not grounded in business. And so we're we enigma there. It's hard sometimes for people to work with us because it's too real. Like the reason you're feeling so much success, the reason most small businesses that work with Sasha or Vayner Talent or Team Gary are getting so much success is we're only built in real. To your point, like, you know, I listen. There would have been 5% of me if I'm you walking into that as like, is this going to be a big Gary keynote show? And then he's going to leave and there's going to be C minus, D minus, F minus people there. Like I get that. And like, you know, I mean, you've been working with the Sasha group for almost two years or right. Like think about how little time we've spent together. It's a real company. Yep. I mean, and it's moving at lightning speed, I feel like, but we're acting fast too. Again, things that we've learned from this is, you know, to not get tripped up on stuff, you know, don't, worry about 90% of the shit that, you know, not going to happen and worry about the 10% of stuff that happens when it does happen type of mentality. So that's been huge. So what I want to do, Paul, you actually had a really good question that you brought to me um, kind of late yesterday that I thought yeah. was a great question to, to toss at Gary um, yeah. about, you know, go ahead. I'm going to skip my voice search question because I'd rather bypass it. Sure. Yeah. Our, our listeners will want to know this for sure. We're going to get right down to it. So Gary, tomorrow, VaynerMedia is gone. You're looking for a job. You are now the CEO of a plumbing and HVAC company in Cherry Hills, New Jersey. What do you do? I love this. Um, I first get a lay of the land. I usually understand somewhat the competitive landscape up front and then never again. Wine library, I learned the competitive landscape as a kid, so it was natural to me. Vayner Media, I didn't really, I, I don't want to overstate it. I did, but I didn't. It was too much. Madison Avenue was big. Um, so I would probably try to figure out, I would like, 
I mean, I'm going to ask you specific questions. Do, so I have a company, there's people? Yes. Good. I, I have an opening keynote at 9 a.m. I invite everybody to be like, hey guys, I'm Gary. You might have seen me from my other successes or my major failure just happened because I don't know why Vayner's gone. Uh, you know, I'm here to win. I want to get to know everybody. Couple things. I build honey empires. People have to be kind. And I mean uncomfortably kind. Honey empires. Yes. So honey over vinegar, but it's still an empire. So I'm trying to build the biggest company in the world. We're going to build here locally in Cherry Hill. Then we're going to take, so we're going to take over South Jersey. Then we're going to take over, well, we're going to take over South Jersey and Philly. Then we're going to take over all of Jersey, all of Philly and Pennsylvania. Then we're going to expand to the East Coast. We're going to, we're going to be the most, we're going to be, we're going to be the national leader. That's what I'm going for. That's all I know. I only know that. Um, and so, but the only way you're going to win here, I don't know how the last gal or guy did it, but the only way we're going to win here is if everybody goes fast. The only way to go fast is to eliminate politics. The only way to eliminate politics is for everybody to understand that kindness over everything. So if you're somebody in this company right now who's been a salesperson here for 13 years and you're the number one salesperson, but you're a dick face, it's a very, very, very good idea for you to resign right now and take the severance package because eventually, probably not up front, because I'm gonna give you rope, I'm gonna give you time, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna let you hang yourself with the rope I give you, you will be fired. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the next day, because when I get the feedback that you're a dick, maybe they're trying to undermine you because they're a dick. So I'm gonna do all my homework, but I'm gonna spend all my time figuring out all, who all you are as humans. Then I'm gonna figure out who all you are as capable at your jobbers. Here's who wins at this, at Vayner HVAC now. A plus humans who are B executors will dominate. Number top five salespeople who are horrible and political and manipulative and who are not heeding my call and think they'll trick me that they're fine as the other people, you'll be snaked out, sniffed out, smoked out, you will lose. So you're an A in your thing, but you're a C minus in your personal skills. When you get frustrated, you yell, and then you apologize, all that shit is not going to work. So that is the rules of our organization. We're also gonna be the most progressive communications company in the world. Because of my background, we will dominate ads on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Doesn't mean we'll stop doing billboards if this company's done billboards in the past. It means we're gonna scrutinize the price. Are we getting the right deal? We're gonna look at that. That's where I would go at length. And I wanna get to know all of you. You'll be hearing from me or my admin, depending on if we have an admin, to get 30 minutes with all of you. I'm gonna wanna know who you are. Do you have siblings? Do you like sports? Do you like skiing? Do you like food? I wanna reverse engineer you to understand you, to put you in the best position to succeed because that's my job to put you in the best position to succeed, and then we're gonna scale at length. How many people are afraid to bet on the honey? Almost everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Yep. yep. Almost everyone doesn't believe me. Yeah. yeah. Until they come in the door. It's kind of like this thing with the Sasha thing, right? Like think about like, you know, like no matter what you, like Paul, maybe you could speak to it. Like you had to have some level of, not, re- not concern, but you know, like, I remember you in the meeting, like you're, you're thoughtful. Like, you know, every, like, listen, too good to be true is too good to be true. And like, we're talking big game. We just are very narrow. Notice the themes between our two companies, we're narrow. We're not trying to do anything we don't know. We know how communication and marketing, how money is spent to make things and to distribute them to make a business thing happen better than anybody on earth. I believe that. And so we come in with confidence in that meeting. I just had to listen, be like, okay, that and this and that. Oh, that's who you sell to. That's the, that's who has the leverage. Like it doesn't take me long. Yeah. Connect the dots quick. 
So um, I want to bring. I'm going to kind of go go out of sync for because of the way the, the flow of the conversation is going. But something that most of our listeners and you and actually you've talked about this before um, in a little bit of different context. But the the home services industry, and I'm going to be more specific again and say like HVAC and plumbers and electricians is actually um, finding technicians is really hard. Like the the job market for technicians is really slim, and it's a major problem. And it's really been a major problem in the last decade that I've even been involved with it. So. Um, I think what was really good for COVID was recognizing that those are essential businesses. So like if shit went south, like it did, those guys were still functioning at high level because people were home more they're using their plumbing more, they're using their air conditioning or furnaces more. So business was actually really good for a lot of our customers. But the problem is, is the lack of technicians. So I'm a fan and I'm trying to really champion as being in this industry, trade, you know, these trade schools. And so if you don't go to college or if you aren't an entrepreneur or a entrepreneur, or whatever you want to call it, like you, you, you don't want to go to college. It's not your thing. You don't want to go to the military, whatever it is. I, how can, how can we best help push the trade schools to try and get more people to take a look at it? It's not a sexy industry, right? So people aren't like, maybe I want to be a plumber or. By starting your own. Tr- yeah. Starting your own trade school. <laughs> okay. All right. Our CEO is going to love that. COO is going to love that. But no, you're right. The best companies are the ones that's growing. The re- that's the real answer. And then the secondary answer is go charm a school. You find one, remember deep versus wide. You find one that's really on board with you. You lean into that relationship. You use that for your own personal recruiting and maybe gains momentum and then it fix the macro. Do you think that because we're talking about it, like what we need to do is get attention, right? Attention because it's not sexy if it's not being pursued by the masses, then how do we make it? pursued by the masses. So is there, is there a marketing piece of this where we start to create some sort of content that we're pushing out to the masses to, to help them understand that even though it's not sexy, you can make a lot of money with very minimal, you know, debt and getting into this. And when you get your first job, you're already at X. Like, is this just a big marketing push too, in addition to that, or trying to put out, push out content? With- Everything is. Yeah. You know, I mean, it seems, it sounds like a simple answer, but it's not that, it's not that simple. The execution's hard the philosophy's right. You know, my great observation was it's all about getting someone to know about it and feel good about the way they're getting to know about it. It's not just first impressions. It's feeling good about that impression to even get them to give you a chance of thinking about it. And then it's delivering on it. So it actually all matters. But if you don't let somebody know that it's even possible, it's not possible. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna shift gears for a second, Paul. Sorry, I'm gonna take over, and you can have the next question. Um, okay. Yeah. So it is something that that one we're always, what we're always trying to do is listen to our customers to find out what's the problem, what's the hurdle, and can I remove it? Even though even if I don't do it, do I have a connection that I can get it done? And that's how my that's how my heart is. That's how I run this company. It's the way I am. Um, and so it's not my necessarily my problem, but it kind of is. You know, a lot of times we have customers we're running lead generation campaigns for, and we have to pause them because they don't have enough staff to run the volume, and that's a problem for me, right? Because I'm trying to grow as a business too. And that's a problem for them. So I'm trying to solve those things. Another thing would be um, a lot, what's come up probably a lot in the last, I would say two years is this whole, uh, and because you're good with pattern recognition, I'm really anxious to hear what your answer is on this, but um, you know, seeing kind of like what uh, Amazon is doing at Google and even Tesla in the, in the home services, like uh, in the uh, furnace space, talking about creating furnaces with batteries and stuff like, like, um, what is your gut on like, what does this home services space look like, you know, in the future? I mean, Amazon, and this is, and let me give you a little bit more context, Gary. Um, what, what I hear is that, you know, Amazon is going to start buying, they needed to control the labor, not so much the, you know, the e-commerce and I, Paul, you yep. had a, you, you had a, a, an e-commerce side of this, but what is, what does this look like? This Amazon, Google, like you should, you should, 
what you're really asking me is, and the answer is not fun, is yes, you should be worried. I'll tell you why. Whoever's closest to the consumer wins. Do you understand that if I started a Vayner version of your company tomorrow, how much of a problem that is? Yeah, don't do that. I won't. Um, it's, it's, so yes, it, you know, to your point, these big conglomerates that the whole world lives in, it, once they're done building out all the other parts, they'll decide to go into the non They can focus on the scalable high margin part. But eventually for growth, when they're tapped out on everything or the interest of the current CEO, she just might want to. Maybe her granddaddy was in the business and just wants to do it. So yes, you should always worry, but, but you should also recognize the following. My answer to how much of a problem you, specifically you two and your team, your wife, how much trouble you're in, the answer is not a lot. Let me explain. Wine Library, Wine.com raised $200 million. Every supermarket, every, like we had competition hitting all the time. We kept growing because we were good enough. So you, at this place you're at, to the day you die, if you decide to go deep on this forever, will never run out of growth, even if Vayner, H, you know, services and Google and Amazon all enter. We'll take up and we'll all be bigger, but not at your expense. Got it? What a lot of people don't understand is you can end up being number 97 and still double your business, which is why you always have to be on offense. So let's talk about offense. We're back in New Jersey. We're back at Vayner HVAC, okay? E-commerce is a thing. Manufacturers are going around you. Distributors are going around you. People are buying parts off of Amazon, right? How do you respond to that? What do you do? How do you get into e-commerce in a very high-touch technical business? You, um, you don't because you're in the service business. Yeah. Uh, you do by creating a co-op. You know, maybe one of my months um, in the, you know, in Jersey, in Cherry Hill is calling the 75 other big players in the tri-state area and saying, hey, you seen this fucking Amazon shit? You want to start a co-op and maybe if we all get together and find out some rules that doesn't make us get upset, maybe create some mileage rules, maybe with our collective resources, we can make a dent. Um, you're always thinking, always thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, great answer. Maybe, by the way, maybe for the person that's listening right now, maybe you do sell because you always wanted to start a bakery and the writing is on the wall. And while you still can get more business money for your business, because it's not as obvious writing on the wall for maybe someone else, maybe you take that, you know, 500,000, you start your bakery because you are 49 and want to do one other big thing before you're done. So it's a very personal and strategic place. You know, in two seconds, I gave you real viable real life answers. And, um, and multiples are ridiculously high for the home services industries right now too. Um, so I want to, I'm going to flip, flip it just a little bit. Um, I know that, uh, you're so huge on culture and I know the HR I think is the biggest department within Vayner, if I remember correctly, it was, I mean, it's huge. I know it's so important. It has you. the most power. It has the most power, um, because you're a people company. Um, and I'm no different. I've really built the same kind of model here for us and we're, um, and we follow that. We're just trying to be good people and do whatever we can. I mean, you know, we have this whole servanthood mentality. And for everybody, and for everybody who's listening, our companies are at the mercy of how good we then are, right? Like we're the we're the Supreme Court, and so like all of Chris's and all of mine shortcomings 
is our vulnerabilities. For example, year six and seven and eight of VaynerMedia, my, my inability to be candorous, this is where this freaks people out. I'm so candorous in interviews and on stage that it literally melts people's minds that I'm not great at candor when I have to give bad feedback to employees. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's all, you're all honey. I, I, I'm not, which yeah, is why I've had the career I had, but, but I'm, I mean, I, and what it led to in my youth in my twenties at Wine Library was people getting fired who were stunned. Why? Because last Thursday I'm giving them a thumbs up and a kiss and a hug. And Wednesday I'm sitting down saying you're fired. And then I would blame them for being tone deaf because for me to fire somebody, it takes a lot. So I would almost resent to be mad at them. Like, how did you fucking know? You've been fucking, you know, I didn't have straight feedback in my DNA. My brother had it, my dad had it, but I didn't. And so I've had to develop and, and I've gotten a lot better. And what that meant was entitlement. We had a great culture, but everyone was entitled because everyone thought they were crushing. Yep. And it really hurt us. And I had to go through a series of layoffs, recalibrations, retraining. And I, and I continue on that process. I'm really still a six out of 10 on candor, which is a shit number. And, um, and I'm trying to get better. Yeah, it's hard. I, I want to know, um, are you guys, did you guys, you guys went, vir- everybody had to go virtual? We've now, as a matter of fact, we announced yesterday, we're virtual through the end of the year. But, but, you, but the New York office is open, 25% can come in, tons of rules, uh, whole process to be approved. You got to keep it under 25. So that's where we're at. Got it. So I asked that because um, I felt like the biggest challenge I had this year, it wasn't um, business. Our business really thrived because of our customers being essential. Um, what I struggled most with is we, we pride ourselves on, a, on an amazing culture here at Rhino. Um, I struggled maintaining culture virtually. So I don't know um, if you guys experience I think, the same thing. I think I actually will challenge you on that. I think you might have a subjective opinion about yourself on that more than than you actually struggling with it. I think that's perception. Okay. Let's Let me explain. If you feel confident in the culture you had, that culture translates even more now. I mean that. Culture is not a physical manifestation. It's a mentality. It's like religion. And so, you know, I would argue that you should, how many employees do you have? Uh, we are at just a little over hundred. I think that you should spend next week speaking to all of them. One by one. One by one. One by one, five minutes. Hey, maybe even take this clip and say, hey, watch this, this is why I'm doing it. One by one, how are you actually? Tell me the truth. What you'll learn is that a lot of people like to overcoddle themselves and blame, like they'll complain about things that aren't true. I'm Zoom fatigued, but they're not really, but when you ask them and you give them the opening to complain, they will, and that's okay. Yep. Um, so what you need to do is make them tell you the truth, truth, not just so you can make it better for them. Sure. You need to stand, they're big boys and girls. Um, you put that up front and you talk to them and I think you'll, you'll, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and, and um, I almost caught myself, um, you make, you make time for the things that are most important to you. And so I'm, my employees are very important to me. I genuinely care about them. And I look at one-on-ones for that many people, you know, it's um, regardless of position. If you're on my call listening and reporting team, I'm going to call you. And, and that's what I have to do. And I think I've known that for the longest time. That's something I needed to do. Um, I mentioned in the very beginning of this thing, and thanks for that, for that input too. It is, it is a mental game, but it's something I'm very self-conscious of. It's because I care. I care. I want to make sure everybody's okay. And, um, you know, I want to be, you be there for them and I want them to be, you know, honest with me and come and talk to me. So, um, 
I talked in the beginning, I was able to actually go to a meeting yesterday and see real life people. And, and it was different. Like the, you know, in the breakout rooms, it was like, you know, chairs were kind of um, like all spread out and stuff like that. But they were there. Like we were there physically. I don't know. And I've heard you kind of talk about this a little bit, but um, you know, we talk, you know, from the Rhino X service summit that we were going to have, we had to push obviously all that yes. stuff happen. Um, I'm a fan. I, I think it's more meaningful if we're, if we're in person. So I, and I'm grateful that you decided to just stick with us and move it. And I'm, and I thank you for that. I think that was, yeah, Chris, I, you know, first of all, thank you for the graciousness. I don't know if my team Vayner speakers gave you the details. Like I just wouldn't see my kids because of the school, like quarantine, you know? Um, but, um, and I'm pumped that we like are adding extra stuff to like make it even, you know, you could, I mean, there's another example of like how I live. It gives you insight to how I think you can't control and make everything perfect. But if you, if you got something that's not landing, cause I have a lot of empathy and compassion for what you're putting together. That's not fun. Like I've never not showed up for a commitment. This is unprecedented times. Um, um, you know, you know, you could always make things better and that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad how that's all going. I'm, and I'm, I also love in person. So I can't wait to, when we go do that in the spring, it seems like we're going to do that now. So um, yeah, I think in person has advantages over, over virtual. I also think that virtual has advantages over in person. I think meetings have been way more efficient in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I'm excited about the hybrid world we're all going to live in. I mean, I cannot believe I'm going to work from home minimally once a week. That blows my face off. I, in my entire 30-year career, 25-year career, I've never worked from home. Um, anytime my kids have something significant, like anytime I stress on the end of the day where I have to get out of the office and go to a family thing, I'm probably going to work from home because I'm not even going to give my chance to get caught. Or I might work from the place, right? Like my kids got, Xander's showing some capabilities sports-wise. Like if he has a big road playoff thing, I may just work from upstate Pennsylvania, like, cause that tournament's there and I don't want to leave at three 30 and maybe hit traffic and miss it at six. I'll just get there the night before. And like, that's a game changer. You have permission to do that now, right? That is, it's an incredible way to say it. And I think the biggest challenge for all of us is making sure when we all come back, how do we make the hybrid thing work that the people that are on zoom versus the people that are in office, both get a tremendous experience. That will be the next frontier. If we, if we nail that, well, then it's game over. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it plays into kind of the authenticity thing too. Like, look, man, I'm at home. That's a dog. That's my kid. Those are my dishes. Like this is real life and my work is my life and you're a customer or a client and you're part of my life. Like, I think, I think that breaks down a lot of barriers too. Um, this is a question about content. You're obviously the king of, of content across all channels. What content is converting into cash and sales better than anything right now? Is there one? LinkedIn LinkedIn creative with very smart media spend against decision makers is converting the best. What about B2C? See anything there? Uh, TikTok ads are so underpriced that the conversion there is just remarkable. That's why my kids know you. This is like, they know exactly who I'm meeting with today. Paul, when did, when did that hit? So obviously we've known each other because I know TikTok, I know that I've gotten younger in the last, right? Like what, it's about a year. I'd say about, I'd say within the last year. I want to hear how that story went down. I'm always fascinated by the kid one. We're like, were they playing it? You heard it. Were they listening? Like, I, I can't wait to hear no, it. Yeah. So my daughter is 11. Her name is Olive and she wishes she were standing over my shoulder right now. But she said, um, wait, you know, Gary V. I don't remember how it came up. And she told me all about you. And she told me about philosophy and she told me about how, um, she should believe in herself and all these positive, I can't remember specifically what it was, but all this self-belief stuff that, and I'm not on, I'm not on that channel. Right. So, um, 
I'm hearing this and I'm hearing the messaging she's getting. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what an incredible seed you're planting now for a consumer that's 25. Well, yes, but honestly, you, 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 I was more excited about the other thing. Do you understand? Like, you're right. I will get some business benefit. The, if, the, if one young girl builds self-esteem, which is the most important ingredient in everybody, let alone a young woman, if one young girl on earth through TikTok actually gets her self-esteem through my content, not because she was unfortunately unlucky and her parents weren't gonna provide it for her and circumstance wasn't, that is the, I can go to the fucking ground right now. Awesome, yeah, well, Miss Olive definitely is. Uh, Olive, big shout out. So, yeah, thank you. So my, my son is nine, my, my oldest daughter, or my middle daughter is 14, it's her birthday today, so shout out to Berkeley. Um, Happy birthday. My son is nine years old, Gary, and he's like a TikTok. Like he like I don't do TikTok, and I I know I gotta do that. But like, um, there's also he talks about oh, there's the moms of TikTok, or my daughter be like, there's moms of TikTok. I'm like during COVID, like this moms of TikTok thing like really took off, and guess what? Like a lot of the target market for our customers is moms, those moms. So I can see the value in it. I just I don't I mean I don't know enough about it, but that was gonna lead into my question about what is brother. I'll tell you. I mean, you making fun videos about servicing on TikTok, you're one video away from your life changing. I don't know if you saw this guy and who, who got the truck drinking the ocean spray, but literally ocean spray brought him a truck and literally in all the news coverage he's getting, cause one video went viral of him like skateboarding with Fleetwood Mac and drinking ocean spray. Yeah. It's in my head right now. Yeah. So Paul, that guy was inspired by me. Make content, make content, make content. He's saying my name in all the interviews. I'm very flattered. But more importantly, oh, like Chris, let there be no confusion. I would, it, you know, I, listen, as you guys know, I'm the most public private person on earth. I, I'm the king of content, yet nobody, Google doesn't even have the right person as my wife. Like, 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 like I'm so private personally. Like I don't even usually mention my kids' names. I'm, I'm going a little further here than normal. So I don't know if you, like what your kids are like with privacy or not privacy, 99% do incorporate their kids. And I don't frown on that. It's just a choice our family made. But I mean, if you made videos with your kids around servicing, you're one video away from it being the biggest channel to new business. Great. <laughs> and by the way, and by the way, for the two of you, also just something nice to do with kids. I it's only one, you're only one video away from uh, a big pop, a big success. So hopefully, yeah. um, you know, it sounds like Gary might be frozen, but um, we're right at the tail end too. But I want to just say, you know, take away, be creative. It's okay to, uh, it's okay to go step outside of your comfort zone and try something. Like the biggest thing you do is it doesn't work and you don't do it again, or you change it up and do something different. So yeah, um, he had a hard stop at, like, within like 60 seconds. So it would have been a quick goodbye, but man, how great was it to have him just kind of talk to our audience and, and kind of share all the, man, all that wisdom. The dude is brilliant. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of takeaways in there. I know that he's, you know, he has a lot of like theoretical stuff that he believes in, but he practices what he preaches too. And I think a lot of it really matters. Um, so hopefully, you know, listeners, you guys had some good takeaways from it too. I know I did. Every time I listen to Gary, I have good stuff. I took a lot of notes. I thought what he said at the end was brilliant on um, if you're comfortable pulling your kids into some of your video content in this home services space, I think that's great. There's an emotional connection to it. Yeah. Um, and it just, I listen, it's again, it's thinking outside the box and this dude has nailed it time and time and time again. Like the, he's been the best at pattern recognition. He's been the best at pushing out content. Like you don't take that stuff, you know, and do nothing with it. Like he's speaking from experience. Right. You take it and run with it. 
You know, make yourself different. Um, the idea of creating a co-op, it's like on the fly. Cause you see, you guys know, we didn't give him these questions at the time. Like we asked him no. our questions on the fly to make him think, you know, think through it. Um, that way you can kind of see what we experience when we get to spend time with them. Um, but hopefully you got some good takeaways. I'm so grateful he spent the time with us. Um, he like, you know, we've gotten to, you know, Paul, you know, you, we've got to spend time with him and, you know, and, and it's always good hearing, um, you know, his, what you call X factor that I call the V factor. Um, it's that always good money, hearing that because it's so like always it's, it's him, it's him thinking as if he's sitting in this seat or if he's sitting in yeah. your seat as a listener on like what he would do. And that's why Paul, I thought your question was phenomenal. If you're running this company, what would you do? Um, you put him in a, Hey Kyle, Kyle, did you hear that? He thought my question was phenomenal, not was stupid. Like yeah. most of them. Yeah, it was good. You actually, that was very thoughtful. I appreciate it. Okay. So listen, listeners, we appreciate you so much. Sorry, got cut off. Totally sucks. Um, you know, I'm sure Gary would have loved to have said goodbye to everybody too. So we'll say on his behalf. So, um, yeah. listen, we're always appreciative of you guys and, and all the reviews that you leave for us and the comments and things like that. And, um, listen, if this is your first time listening to it, make sure you hit the subscribe button. All right. So that way you can get this content often. Um, you know, and, and, and from the feedback we've been getting, it seems like it's helping a lot of businesses grow. Um, it's helping a lot of businesses push through some different hurdles that they've got. There's some different barriers that they've got. And, um, and we're grateful. That's the only reason we're doing this podcast is to help move your business forward. That's it. Paul, do you have any closing words for our friends listening? Yeah, I know you always wrap it up. So, well, I will just say, man, the, the, the few of you who've reached out to say how you've applied something you've learned here, how it's inspired you. And, um, you know, you've told us to keep going, man, that's all, that is all we need to hear. And we hear you and we're going to keep going. So thank you. Yep. One thing you can always count on is that if something comes up, we're going to try to get to the bottom of it for you. Like we eat, live and breathe this home services space. And it's all about, you know, like I said, you know, our, for, for Rhino, our whole motto is we exist to grow your business period. That's it. Whether we do it or not, if we hear something that comes up, we always try and solve the problem or at least trying to figure out who can solve the problem, which is the whole reason that we reached out to the Gary, Gary in the first place is how do we continue yeah. to be that leader in the industry and move forward, whether we can do it or not. So listeners, again, thank you so much, TP. I appreciate your brother, uh, producer Kyle. Um, man, I know that uh, at, the, at the end of that, whenever Gary cuts off, like it's like hanging up the phone on, uh, on Gary. Uh, that doesn't ever happen, but it happened now. Mm. You know what? He'll never forget it. So right. for all those, we, got, like, we gone, he gone. So until next time, y'all, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening to, to the point. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please consider leaving us a review in the app store and don't forget to share with your friends till next time. Kick some ass.